Hello, everybody. My name is Tom Magnello. Uh, my topic that actually I want to talk about today is personally one of my favorite points to talk about is the constant war and constant tension that has been going on for about 60 years now <clears throat> in the car world, which is Ford versus Chevy. And this was a huge topic that has been talked about for a very long time. And it is a topic that for quite a while has been always in comparison and had uh, the car world butting heads with each other. And two prime examples that I want to use <clears throat> excuse me, for my comparison today, I want to use the Camaro, the supercharged Camaro ZL1 and the Ford Mustang Shelby GT500. <clears throat> now, while these two cars are considered sports cars. Ultimately, they move at very high speeds quicker than most cars can. And the mechanics of each car go very in-depth. And there is a lot of work put into these cars that make these cars uh, effective and as quick as they are. The first car I want to start talking about today is I want to talk about the Mustang Shelby GT500. And... <clears throat> Personally, my favorite is I'm I lean towards the Mustang side due to the fact that I have a Mustang myself, but the Camaro ZL1 is not a car to be slept on either. The Mustang the Shelby GT was considered to be one of the fastest cars on a drag strip and the track for sports cars <clears throat> out there. The GT500 actually has, they have over 1,400 horsepower inside of, it is, po I'm sorry, let me correct myself. It is possible to add up to over 1,400 horsepower inside of a Shelby GT500 through modifications, through axle changes, through wheel differentials, supercharger kits, and many other uh, accessories that you can add into a car. The car itself has over 10, they have 10 speeds in the Shelby, and the car itself is actually worth over $90,000. And now while a lot of people will turn around and say, oh, well, what do you need a $90,000 car for? <clears throat> and because, you know, you can't use it on the street, this car is meant for more than just the street. A lot of people don't go in search of buying a car like this just to use it on the street. The people use this car to go to the drag strip, go to the track to see how fast it goes, do racing in the streets as well. Now, <clears throat> while these cars are technically not meant for the things that people like to use them for, it doesn't mean that they aren't used for these things. The car itself <clears throat> is it comes stocked with over 750 horsepower in the car, and it has over 420 pounds to the torque in the back wheels. Now, what torque in the back wheels means is that you are able, the wheel, the tire, the, I'm sorry, the wheel pressure that runs inside of the back end of the car itself is just how much basic, basically like how much kick is pushing the car more or less. Now, <clears throat> with more, with more pounds in the back end of the car, it means that there's more you genuine you generally have a lot more horsepower in the car when you're getting up there in numbers and 
<clears throat> a big issue that the Shelbys have always had is that because there is so much power to the back end of the car, if you try and gun the car off a line, you have a very good chance of spinning the back end of the car out, which is called a fishtail. And <clears throat> this has happened before many times to people that try and race because they aren't aware of the power of the car itself. And <clears throat> that's the that's the greatest thing about this car is that this car does things that people have never seen before and never have handled before in their lives. And that's what makes this car ultimately the top of the sport car world. And <clears throat> these cars, like I said before, they go for over $90,000. And there is a lot of modifications that you can put to this car to make this car a driving machine. And a lot of these cars, while they might not sell very well because of the prices, it doesn't mean that they're slept on. These cars are heavily required. The second part of what I wanted to talk about today was <clears throat> about the Camaro ZL1. Now, let's let's get one thing straight here. The Camaro ZL1, it is cheaper, it doesn't have as much horsepower, and the engine might not be as big. But that does not mean that this car cannot compete with the car itself. And it cannot, I'm sorry, it cannot compete with the Shelby GT500. The car has a 6.2 liter V8, which is smaller than the Mustang GT500's uh, 6.5 liter V8. And it has 110 horsepower less than it, so it's sitting around the 600, 620 marker for horsepower in the car. And it doesn't have... It doesn't have nearly as much RPMs, and it doesn't have... Oh, I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. It has 650 horsepower. And it has about 500 less RPMs than the Shelby GT500 does. The Shelby GT500 has about 7,000, while the Camaro ZL1 only has about 6,500. And the biggest difference in that, which makes the Camaro able to compete with the Mustang itself, is that instead of the Mustang's like 420 something horsepower to the pounds of torque to the Camaro's 650 pounds. So, which means there is a lot more power going into the back end of the wheels in the Camaro than there is in the Mustang. And the Camaro only has about 3,600 RPMs because the car weighs less, and it's not as big as the Shelby GT500 is making it able to glide and actually move and turn better than the Shelby GT500 is. I mean, the, sorry, yes, the Shelby GT500. Another big thing is that the standard choice on both of these cars is a manual because these cars both come in stock manual. And <clears throat> if you want to get an automatic for the car itself you actually have to pay quite a bit of difference the the difference in pricing for the Shelby GT500 for manual to automatic is actually about almost five thousand dollars whereas in the Camaro from manual to automatic it's only about fifteen hundred and they have these different packages inside of the car that is made for different things and the biggest package in the ZL1 is that it has this pack called 1LE Extreme Track Performance and what it does is it actually gives you racing racing tires 
it gives you bigger wheels, a different axle, it gives you a spoiler on the car, and it gives you a lot more things that the Shelby GT500 itself doesn't. And <clears throat> it ends up weighing out to about the car. The Mustang weighs about 4,000 pounds, around there, 4,059 pounds, whereas the Camaro only weighs about 3,800. So <clears throat> the weight in itself does make a difference in how fast the car moves, <clears throat> and it also affects, uh, the, you know, the turning axles and all, you know, all the different parts of the car that go into the weight itself of the car. And <clears throat> another big thing that they have is that uh, they come down to the track times. And I'm going to use a couple of the track times here just to show that, you know, it is possible to make the Camaro just as fast, if not faster, than uh, the Mustang GT. <clears throat> here, it's on the on the track itself. The Camaro ZL1 with the performance track package beats the GT500 uh, in a, in a 60 in a 60 mile an hour, you know, zero to 60 time by 0.2 seconds. The zero to 60 time in the Camaro is a 3.4, while is in the Ford it's a 3.6, <clears throat> and the difference is is that in it's faster in short distances. But in long distance over time, the Shelby GT is able to beat the Camaro ZL1 because of the more horsepower and the faster top speed on it. And <clears throat> it's actually, the funny part is, is that the biggest part about these cars is that, because essentially they are muscle cars, in a sense, the thing is that, the thing that matters the most with these cars is the quarter mile times and <clears throat> the quarter mile times are actually very very close to each other even with the big even with the difference in the horsepower and everything combined it is a lot closer than people like to think the quarter mile time for the Shelby GT500 is 11.4 seconds at a top speed of 132 miles an hour and while some people may think, oh, you know, like, that's fast, you know, for the car itself, but you cannot knock the Camaro ZL1, which has less horsepower, it has more torque to the back end of the wheels, but it doesn't have as many RPMs in the car as the Shelby GT500 does. The Camaro ZL1's quarter mile time is 11.5 seconds at a top speed of 124 miles per hour. Now, while... A lot of people may say, oh, well, you know, <clears throat> how is it possible that the car can go 11 miles per hour slower, but only be 0.1 seconds slower? Well, <clears throat> the biggest thing with that is that the Camaro ZL1 is a lot quicker with acceleration than the Shelby GT500 is. And while people may say, oh, well, the top speed is the only thing that matters. Yes, top speed does ultimately matter, but in a quarter mile race... Quickness is what matters, and ultimately that's what put the Camaro so close to the Shelby GT500 was because the quickness inside of the car and how light it is. And a lot of people may not reckon a lot of people may not recognize or understand that if they're not into this type of situation or this this type of conversation, so to say. 
So, <clears throat> for what it is worth, my personal opinion is that I believe that the Shelby GT500 is an overall better car, even with it being worth more money, uh, <clears throat> with it being a heavier car, and not having some of the things that the Camaro has, but I personally feel that the Shelby GT500, while it, like I said, may be more expensive, you are getting a better benefit and more use out of it than you are getting out of a Camaro ZL1. Now, while anybody can make an argument to the Camaro ZL1 being better, there is discussion left to be open about that. But from my research and my experiences, I have always seen and it come true to be that a Shelby GT500 is better than the Camaro ZL1. Now, once again, this argument can be proven wrong if provoked or discussed on certain circumstances. You could People could make an argument for why a Camaro ZL1 would be better. When we look at times and we look at numbers, the only thing that ultimately matters is that the Shelby GT500 has overall better times, better numbers, and better mechanical work on the car than the Camaro ZL1 does. And everybody that wants to know anything about this car could listen to this and they could get a better understanding of how these cars both work and the different parts of the car that help fuel the car and design, uh, not even so much design it, but push the car to be what it is. And this is the biggest part about this. And from my personal experiences and my behalf for what it is worth, I will always stay with Team Ford through due to the points that were proven throughout this podcast and all of the things that we see in the car itself that makes Ford ultimately the top kingpin of the muscle car world. Thank you for listening to this. Have a good day.